It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. They're fun, but some of Brady's off-air hypotheticals uh, border on the Twilight Zone. And we will not <laughs> share that, the one I just asked you. But anyway, Happy New Year. First show of 2022. <laughs> you got me laughing now. This, <clears throat> sorry. This is the third different calendar year we've been a business, Dennis. Uh, has it already? Yeah, because we started in 2020. I lose, I lose track because last year was just so crazy. Like last year, we were wondering on a show like today if we were starting basketball season. Right, because I thought we were like originally scheduled for like mid. Actually, weren't we talking about? I we we're probably talking about football. Yeah, well, we we're still trying to wrap up the football season, and we were on probably like our fifth date for the Marine City Frankenmuth game. <laughs> yeah. And we were wondering, okay, basketball's supposed to start this date. and Yeah, so here's the 2022 being the first full calendar year of full sports on Get Stuck on Sports. And uh, already we, we have some teams in the area that have played up to eight basketball games. I know. And we have other teams in the, the area that have only played one. Yeah. That'll be something we talk about because uh, we'll talk about – number of games in a season at some point and if the MHSA could add some and how we'd go about that uh take a look at all the other teams and then well and all we also have to tell you what's going on in the week ahead because we have a, we have what 10 more games this week yeah it's a pretty busy week uh this week and we're spread around boys games girls games hockey games we've got uh some good stuff coming up for you this week on uh, get stuck on sports.com and it starts with today's show which we will officially get rolling after this when you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. 
All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And uh, you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And uh, we've got a uh, busy week of uh, activities uh, coming up this week, starting uh, with a uh, boys' basketball game tonight. Um, Marine City has uh, been a, a very nice um, I don't know, surprise, probably isn't the right word, but uh, they're further along than I thought they were going to be, like in terms of I wasn't putting a whole lot of stock in Marine City basketball. But they're better than I thought they were going to be. Oh, like, yeah. A lot better than I thought I'm they were going to be. I'm very confident in them finishing atop the bronze, uh, especially when we looked at some of the other bronze teams. I think Marine City should be up there, and I think they're going to be a team that I wouldn't want to play in March. And you get to see them for the f- first time tonight? No, I, I oh, saw them against Richmond. Ah, that's right. Yeah, you saw them on like two days of practice, though. So hopefully you'll see them in much better straights because, I mean – it, it, Dennis, you know, Richmond was practicing for, what, three, four weeks, and Marine City had, like, less than a week before that game. I just know Richmond's good, too. Yes. Like, Richmond's, to me, Richmond's pretty legit. Yeah. Like, they've got three, I think, three, like, for our area, big-time players. And you get to see them play a team that's struggled in Algonac. Well, I mean, the story for Algonac is they got a win this year already, they and they'd gone a long time between wins. They had. So, I mean, that's, that's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It's already a successful season because they snapped a 30-something game losing streak, or it might have even been worse than that. I think it was in the 50s. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it's all gravy. Yeah, you got you to gotta start somewhere. Uh, but that's our only game tonight. Tomorrow... We have Frazier at Marine City and girls, and knock on wood, we will finally get to see the Marine City girls. Because <laughs> I was excited to see them in the tournament or the showcase, and nope, Dearborn, whatever, advanced, advanced tech, tech yeah. had to, had to uh, get COVIDed out. So now we finally get to see the Marine City girls who, since losing their opener to Clawson, have done nothing but dominate. Yeah, they're they're uh, having a really good uh, season, and like we we kind of went into it in the gold. We knew Marysville would be good. We thought because Marine City was bringing everybody back, and because we didn't possibly think they'd have a shooting slump like they had to start last year, right? Like that they were going to be good, but I didn't know that they'd be five and one at this point. And so this is like this is going to be fun, I think. 
Uh, actually, the entire gold, the top three teams, are Marine City, Marysville, and St. Clair right now, record-wise. Yeah, and Marine City's last couple of wins on the road against big Class A schools at Northern and at Warren Cousineau. They beat Northern by 14. They beat Cousineau by a bucket. Hey. They've got depth, too. It's like, again, you're not looking at one or two players to carry the load for your team. Mm -hmm. You're looking at, on any given night, there are – five to seven girls who can make a contribution and win a game for you. Yeah, so I'm excited to see them there. And, Dennis, you will get to see that Richmond team you were just talking about. No, actually, we've got Yale-St. Clair on the docket. We did make the change. And Yale is, is right like, here. one of the, uh, the, the big stories of the year Forgot for me so far. So it'll be interesting to see them because – haven't seen them, but they're off to a four and one start. The Yale girls are off to a four and two start. So there's a, a basketball resurgence right now here in the early season for uh, for Yale. the The top half of the BWAC, Brady, you got Crosslex is five and all. These are the boys. Crosslex five and all. Emily City's four and one. Yale's four and one. Elmont's three and one. Richmond's four and one. There's a lot of teams that have gotten out of the gate playing good basketball this year. There's going to be a lot of fun games uh, in late January or early February that are going to have big-time implications and are going to be in some packed gyms. It's going to be a lot of fun. And St. Clair is playing. You hear that, Mac? St. Clair is playing good. They are. Um, they, they are starting to, to really get under the new system. Again, they're, what, three and two, but their two losses have come by a combined six points. And, and we talked about them a little bit last show because we saw them during the, the showcase uh, and, and Eli Lore uh, is playing really well for them. They, they get good I would play say from, from their bigs. From our, when we did our preview show to now, I don't know if one player's stock has risen higher than Eli Lore's. And remember, and I saw he was them. hurt last, most of last year. And, and I saw them, speaking of, you know, they didn't have everybody the day I saw them and they played really well. You know, the Ellis's didn't play um, and the didn't have Distal Wrath that day. I mean, those are good players. Yeah, that's a starter and two key rotational guys. So, And I'm, they really, they led basically the whole way. And the only reason why Advanced Tech got back into it was because they kind of let them. And I thought St. Clair played a bad stretch, and then they went, okay, we're not doing that anymore. And then they figured it out and got the win. So this is a really fun game, I think, uh, on uh, Tuesday night in boys basketball. Yale at St. Clair. Really interested to see how that one goes. Yeah. Wednesday, you have a pair of hockey games. Oxford at Marysville and Lance Cruz Unified at Port Huron. Marysville lost two overtime games over the break. So they're still playing good hockey. They just couldn't get the enough bounces during the holiday season and Port Huron. On their good luck charm, though, like somebody scores four goals on the power play every time I do a Viking game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then unified against Port Huron in, in hockey. See a Port Huron if they can get back to 100%. Well, that's that's the key for the, the Big Reds is um, they've been competitive uh, in games that, that I've seen when they've got a lineup, when, when they've got 10, 12 kids at the rink, the they compete. When you got to play with seven or eight kids, it's tough to compete. And then on Wednesday, I make a little trek out to the thumb as Sandusky hosts Elkton Pigeon Bayport Laker. So, um, again, I didn't look up what Laker's record is. Sandusky's two and two to to start. Uh, I just I remember that the probably one of the, if not the best basketball game I saw last season, it was certainly one of the best, was just a, a surprise night where I went out to Sandusky. It was the first day of the basketball and, yeah, season and, and, last year. And was treated to a, a great game between Sandusky and Cass City that saw like uh, three lead changes in the last 40 seconds of the game. Lakers two, only 2-0. Two and oh. They haven't played since December 14th. Oh, so they might be a little rusty. Um, but th th that... That's fun, and that's a great gym and a great atmosphere, and it'll be even better this time around because there'll be people in the building. Yes, so we don't get to go up there too often, but get to do a uh, Sandusky boys game. Again, like you said, great gym, uh, worth, worth the trip. Rivalry Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a couple big games Thursday. Port Huron at Northern. 
in girls basketball. Dennis, you'll get to do that matchup this time. And I will get to do St. Clair Marine City girls basketball edition back at Marine City. And, uh, again, that uh, standing-wise, the Marine City-St. Clair game is a big game. Yeah. Um, in terms of right now, the PH girls are 7-1 and one on the uh, the season. And, yeah, it, it's it's a Mac Red game, so it's very important. Um, and, and Northern, for as young as they were, like, we were really worried. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. We were really worried that we thought Northern was going to be bad yeah. this year. And they're actually pretty decent. Yeah. Like, we're doing it with young, a lot of yeah. young players. And, and their young kids are playing well. And their veteran players, I think, have stepped up. You know, McGregor and Landshut have been good this mm-hmm. year. The, they've, they've played like you think they should. Right. Um, and, and then the, the younger uh, players have really been good for them and are playing important minutes. And, like, they're not, they're not easing them in. No. They're not shying them away. And they're going to get baptism by fire yeah. once the Mac Red season starts. They, they get in the game. Here's the basketball. Bring it up the court. Do right. something with it. Yep. Yep. And St. Clair Marine City, that's early season. Going to have big implications in the gold. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, like – how serious these two teams are because uh, again the rivalry game is going to be big but uh how much do you want it how much of a statement do you want to make uh and i'm very uh especially with marine city i'm very interested to see um what kind of a statement there is and then we close out the week dennis you get to see the port here on boys in action because i haven't seen them yet so no, they host clintondale they're getting max silver action started i will be at northern when they host frazier and well down goes frazier the last game i did (laughs) with northern was pretty fun hopefully i get to end my week on another great one i i've got a feeling that uh that you'll do uh, all right uh with that one uh at at northern um and and again uh and and we know what jameson does Mm -hmm. and we know what jameson's gonna do you're like you'll be disappointed if you go there, uh, like if you go and and see him play and he scores less than twenty five, you feel like he got gypped. <laughs> that was you last year. Yeah, you, you you feel like he got robbed if he scores less than than twenty five, and you expect thirty. You're, like, yeah, like, it's 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 unfair to to put that on, on a on a junior. But like, I walk into the gym expecting him to drop thirty for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, other games b- between now and the next show, so Monday and Tuesday. Only other games tonight, girls, Merritt at Deckerville, and in boys' action, Lampfear to Armada and Merritt at Deckerville in, uh, to complete the doubleheader there. Tomorrow, we have a full slate of girls' games. Here's an interesting one. Lance Cruz North at Port Huron. Talk about shutting down star players, Dennis. If Port Huron can do it against Brooke Daniels and Las Cruz North, then you're going – they're not just a good defense. They're an elite defense. Well, they're probably uh, – where's the game at? At Port Huron. Yeah, yeah, so right now they're in the gym throwing down the mud and getting the <laughs> hoses out and spraying it down and slogging it down because they want that basketball game to be 8-7. to seven. Um, And it's not – because they they can't score or anything like that. It's just that's their style. That's what they do. It's all about smothering defense, not giving up second chances, rebounding the basketball. Scoring enough. And scoring, yeah, scoring enough. Take your time with the basketball, no rush. They're they're not going to fast break it. It's not Showtime Laker basketball. It's we're going to literally grind out wins and that's what they've been doing stevenson goes to northern uh stevenson a team that dropped one to port here on high earlier has to come up to port huron marysville's at lance cruz chippewa valley at st Clair. already talked about fraser marine city anchor bay at girls point north new haven at lamp fear emily city at yale these are all girls games Crosslex at Almont, North Branch at Richmond, Algonac at Armada, Mooney at Cranbrook, Bad Axe at Harbor Beach, CPS at Brown City, Vassar at KPAC, Marlette at Cairo, Laker at Sandusky, and Ubley at Reese. Do any of those games 
tickle your fancy. Well, I just like the, the, the BWAC schedule is going to be interesting to me because obviously when, when we talked about girls' BWAC basketball, Imlay City is the team that jumps out at us because, the, you know, Mary Langeman is there mm-hmm. and, and we know the run and we know the schedule too yeah. that, that they play. They play good teams. They're off to a four and two start. But quietly over in the BWAC for the ladies, if, if you haven't been paying attention, Elginac is 3-0. and um, Yale is 4-2. and um, Even Armada, that's a young Armada team, but they're, they're, they're off to a 4-3 and start. So interested to see, are they contenders or are they pretenders? Right. In comparison with Imlay City. So excited to get into league play and let these teams sort each other out. And let's find out who really is that team that's competing or teams, because it could be plural, competing with Imlay City for girls basketball in the BWAC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Boys action tomorrow. Richmond is at Marysville. Dennis, you talked about it earlier. They have the three guards. We talked about their big guys. Marysville uh, played better against Bishop Foley, but they're going to have a tough time with the speed and athleticism of Richmond. Well, we're never going to question effort. No. We're never going to question. They play hard. Yeah, we're never going to question that they're prepared. Right. They're, They're coached well. They're coached to play basketball the right way. The, the the problem is is scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, who who's the guy? We think there's guys there. Well, they not, Yeah, they've called up two freshmen since the start of the season, and I think in the Bishop Foley game they combined for 15 points. Yeah. Like, that's not setting the world on fire, but going from JV to varsity and kind of getting thrown to the wolves. Zach Winston started. Cole Horan came off the bench, two freshmen that – you're going to be saying that in two years we're going to be talking about them as a one-two combo, but right now they're taking their lumps, much like we talked about with Northern girls. Yeah, they just you know the, the, they just need that guy who will step up and score twelve to fifteen points, right, on a consistent basis. You know they're getting double digits every night. Yeah, and it's just like you can count on this guy, and you know you don't have to go. You know, sometimes you go by feel of who's got the hot hand tonight or who's got the hottest hand tonight. You like to have that guy that you know in the situation where you need the shot. We're going to this person. Yeah, and, well, they they certainly rotate their players. I think in the first six minutes of the Bishop Foley game, 12 different players checked in or were in the game. So they're trying to find that hot hand. And, you you know, at some point someone's going to heat up a little bit, but Richmond is – a very good team. They did have that stumble against Yale, but I think that kind of put them in line. Uh, Eisenhower's at Anchor Bay. Millington at North Branch. And North Branch has only played, what, one game? North Branch, yeah, they're 0-1. Which is weird. It's very weird. Because everybody else, you know, well, Algonac has played four games, just one of the scores didn't get recorded. So right. they're 1-3. They're um, but I didn't see the score of the game against Memphis. We know it was played, and we know that Memphis won, but that's all we know about it. <laughs> yeah, so with, with uh, North Branch, like one game before the new year, like I, I was saying, and, they, and the girls to, have played four. And according to the MHSA site, it was against Elmont, so it was a league game, and they haven't had one canceled since. Like I'm looking, they have – some random non-conference sprinkled in. They play Byron on February 1st. They play Ortonville-Brandon on February 15th. Mount Morris on the 23rd. Cass City, March 1st. That's still, I don't, even, I don't think they're going to get to 20 games unless there's some missing here. So it's po- That's possible, but that all, is, all I could find was one result for them. So. Right, and that's all, I mean, that's all the state has listed for them. Uh, MLA City at Southfield Christian tonight. Emily City boys have gotten off to a nice start. They're a buzzer beater away from being potentially 5-0. and and, and Southfield Christian is one of those places, Brady. The gym is about the size of this room that we're in uh, <laughs> re- recording. It's, it's, the, it's the combo gymnasium slash lunchroom. Um, behind the visiting bench is the kitchen. <laughs> Um, and, and that, that of course, uh, our, our friends at Cardinal Mooney know that, Jim, 
pretty well. <laughs> uh, I sat up at the top row in there and did a couple of uh, basketball games last year. It's a quaint little place, um, and uh, that that that's a, a nice test for Imlay City because, again, Southfield Christian, at least their team last year, uh, won a uh, regional championship. So, And the last game of the next couple days, Dryden is at Brown City. Brown City coming off the basically buzzer beater against PH to improve to two and three on the year. Good basketball game, too, like both ways. Yeah, there, that was that. That's what you want to see when you go to a basketball game. So, and 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 again, like we we keep talking about it, but for Brown City, like they've got uh, we think uh, a legit star in Muxlow. And, and, and a pretty good supporting cast. Yeah, I mean, Curtis Stanley's the one who hit the game-winning bucket. If you don't pay attention to him, he can score 20. I'm I'm a little disappointed we don't have the opportunity to do as many GTCs games because I think, like, the Brown City Harbor Beach, because I know Harbor Beach wasn't at full strength when they played Cross-Lex, would be a lot of fun. Marlette playing them would be fun. Like, I mean, it was Marlette-Brown City last year when Colin Miller hit 11 threes. Yeah, and uh, I... Marlette Ross Common game was a good basketball game. Like yeah. I enjoyed that. It was the one you got to enjoy. game, and, and and Miller was good, and Roberson was good um, for them. So like Marlette's got some pieces too that makes them interesting in that league. And again, we don't know what everybody's got. You'll get to see Sandusky mm-hmm. coming up here, um, but so, piece by piece, we're starting to see a little bit more. So by Wednesday, we would have seen everyone in the GTC East, but Memphis, but Memphis, yeah. There you go. Look at us go. And and had uh, and had Mooney and Memphis come to the showcase yeah. instead of being selfish and having their own tournament. <laughs> McAndrews. Yeah. <laughs> there was room to fit more games in that. Absolutely. There was only one ga- day that had an eleven thirty game. So absolutely, we could have had a couple of more eleven thirty games. Yeah. I had a day where there was a cancellation. You guys could have played a doubleheader. There you go. <laughs> Anyways. We'll, we'll have some more fun after the break. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, welcome back. That The other reason that Lance Cruz North Port Huron girls basketball game this week is intriguing to us is because that's a potential matchup for District 32. Yes, it is. Dakota is better this year. They're going to be a force. I think uh, Anchor Bay is not as strong as they were last no, year. No, not by any. Stretch. It's not going to be like last year uh, in the district where it was just death. Yeah, everybody where was you so had good. Five district champion quality teams because you had Port Huron High, Port Huron Northern, Dakota, Lons Cruz North, and Marysville, and Anchor Bay, and Anchor Bay. Yeah, like if any of those teams. Except for, I mean, I guess Marysville, if they were in Division Two, you go, yeah, they're winning their district. If any of those teams had won, I don't think you really would have batted an eye. Yeah, I felt bad because I, I thought Marysville had a, a really strong team last year, and then they got, like, on a technicality, oh, they got two extra students this year, so they got to go play in, in this like, come on. Which, yeah, like. That was ridiculous. You had, they had like 860 kids, and they were playing against 3,000 kid Dakota. Yeah. But um, so, like, just kind of looking ahead. Like, it's early still, and it's hard to to prognosticate, but it, it'll give you a better understanding of, like, where the Lady Big Reds are at. Where Lance, how good is Lance Cruz North? Right. You know, can they be. Can they be stopped? Because you look at that and go, right now, on if I had to say on paper, those are the best two teams there. Like Dakota was a little bit down last year. They're back to being Dakota right. this year. So I guess you have to throw them in the mix. Um, but I just I, I kind of look at that and go, oh, that's kind of a big game. And, you know, if, if PH wins that game or that's a close game, it gets you a little more excited come district time. Yeah, because me and Dennis were just talking and saying, like, hey, what are some of the, like, districts? Like, who's exactly with who? Because I remember we looked at it at the beginning of the season, but we haven't really thought about it. And we're just like, well, before conference play, let's look at it and see what it's like. And, yeah, Port Huron High has a potential matchup with Lons Cruz North in it. And 
yeah, I don't know if Dakota or Lance Cruz North is going to end up being, excuse me, the big one, but Dakota, uh, they'll play them twice anyway. So we'll we'll know by district time if Port here on high can, can hang with them. But this is the one matchup with Lance Cruz North, so. And and it and it should be good. You want to just go straight through uh, the girls and then do the boys, or you just want to go kind of back and forth? Because the pairings, uh, at least uh, for our D one schools, the the pairings are are all the same. Same boys teams are going to be uh, in the district as are the girls. The girls don't have their site yet for for the D one. Yeah, but uh, Lance Cruz North yeah. is where the the boys will be playing because, you know, that's that's what Lance Cruz North needs is home court advantage again. <laughs> yeah. But quite frankly, it kind of in recent Which, years has been going back and forth between Lance Cruz North and Dakota like every other Which, year. Lance Cruz North is the biggest, the biggest small, no, the smallest big gym I've ever been in. Like the stands are huge. It could probably hold, what, 1,500, 2,000 yep. people. But it feels like they're, you're right there. Like, it feels like you have no room to do anything. Because they're not back on the walls. No. They're in. There's, there's space behind the stands to walk around back there if, if you wanted to. And the ceilings, nothing back there to look and at. And the ceilings are also really low, yep. which I think adds to it. Like, Lance Cruz North is kind of crazy because when I was there uh, for the Dave Jackson tip-off, it was like, there's a lot of people here, Like, but it... It had the same feels like a small school, and Lance Cruz North is anything but small. And then, well, in, in our in our case, they they put us to right on the floor, right. And so you've got that feeling of the people on on your back because mm-hmm. they are the stands are right up against you, and, and you just feel like people are breathing down your neck. They're looking over your shoulder at your roster as you're calling the game. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> checking uh, your book to see what numbers you have. So same <laughs> with the boys' district, though. Uh, Dakota seems to be a little down this year, but have it be the Port Huron School's luck that Dakota's maybe a m- bit more human this year, and Lance Cruz North is off to a, what, 6-1 and one start? Yeah, they they look really good. And then, of course, I said jokingly, because the two schools are like five blocks away from each other, that oh, probably some Dakota kids decided to go to Lance Cruz North this year. I don't know if... <laughs> yeah, Lance Cruz North, 5-1, and one. They've they beat Port here on Northern in the opener by by 24. They put up 90 on Lance Cruz, put up 76 on Anchor Bay. They beat Romeo by 23, and they beat East Point by 51 points before wow. losing to Lakeshore in uh, in a holiday game. And Lakeshore is really really good too. Yeah, I guess so. Um. Staying, staying with the boys, St. Clair hosts, and and this is the lineup for St. Clair. Algonac, Armada, Marine City, Marysville, Richmond, St. Clair. And this was a – I said this to you before we got on the air, and I was like, when we first saw this district, we kind of went, ugh. Like, we, we, we knew Marysville would be down, Marine City – you just didn't know. St. Clair only won a game a year ago. Richmond wasn't that great a year ago. And they had a lot of the same kids come back. And now all of a sudden, you look at this, there are three teams, maybe four depending on what Armada becomes, that you wouldn't be shocked if they came out of this and were going to a regional. Well, I think I have a favorite, but it's not as lopsided as maybe if you would have asked me uh, a couple weeks ago, right? You know, I because uh, Rich, Richmond handled Marine City, but you pointed out Marine City hadn't had as much. They just work, turned in their football pass, yeah, uh, and all of that. But I mean, I I can't ignore a twenty point game, right? Um, but like having watched St. Clair a couple of times now, like they're not a team that I'd feel comfortable against in a one-game elimination. No. And here's the other thing with Marysville. Um, They might not have the talent that they've had before, but you know what they do is they just shoot the three. Whether they're on or off, they let it go from downtown. And what's the scariest thing you can see in a one-game elimination is a team that fires from downtown and all of a sudden a few start going in. 
And next thing you know, in the end of the first half, they've hit six threes and they're up 25 to, to 21. And you're like, how is this happening? But that's what Marysville has the ability to do is they're not afraid to shoot the three. And if a couple kids get hot for a game, yeah, that can cause an upset. And I know Anchor Bay is struggling, but I just watched Armada dismantle them at the, the showcase. Not at full strength, too. And, and you know, the again, uh, Armada might be down from last year because they don't have six, seven-footers, but – they they've got some pieces too. So uh, again, uh, on, on a on a one game thing on, on, a, on a night in March in a tiny gymnasium like St. Clair, not so sure that's the team I want to draw first. Yeah, and the boys district is or the girls district is slightly different. It's actually hosted at Marysville. It's just Algonac Marine City. Marysville, Richmond, St. Clair, Armada, not in that district there. Uh, so basically, it's going to be the Matt Gold Championship Part 2. Yeah, and, and, and again, I think your, your eyes are drawn immediately to Marine City, Marysville. Mm -hmm. However, St. Clair is dangerous. And again, as of this broadcast, Algonac is 3-0. Can't, Don't know what what wild card they're going to bring to the to the game. And they did it at Cross Lex. They beat North Branch at home, and they uh, beat Cardinal Mooney. I believe they beat. I think actually, I think they're four and zero because I believe they beat Memphis in the Cardinal Mooney champ, Christmas tournament championship. So four and zero for the Muskrats. And yeah, maybe at some point we need to start putting some respect on their name. Yeah. Um, sticking with the uh, the girls, Imlay City's going to host basically what, what is a BWAC tournament. Plus Otisville-Lakeville. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> Almont, Armada, Croslex, Imlay City, Yale, and Otisville-Lakeville. So, yeah, you, you don't have North Branch, you don't have Algonac, and you don't have Richmond, but it's the rest of the BWAC fighting it out for a third time to see who gets to to go on to the district. And that's the, the dangerous thing about it is it's going to be the third time and you really get familiar with your opponent um, and nothing surprises you. And it's a little tougher to walk into a gym and intimidate somebody. Yeah. You know, unless you've just absolutely mauled them the other two times that you played them. So do you want the bad news or the worst news for these two districts? What's the worst news? The worst news is the winner of the MLA City District is probably drawing Lake Fenton. Yeah, but hey, MLA City gave them their toughest game so far. And it was still a double-digit loss. Oh, my goodness. Lake and, Fenton is so good. And the, the bad news is that the Marysville District and the MLA City District don't meet up in a regional semifinal. Which is rare. Yeah, because the uh, Marysville district matches up with a uh, district that involves Cranbrook, Clawson, Lutheran North, Lampfear, Notre Dame Prep, and Warren Michigan Collegiate. Probably would see a Clawson come out of there. Uh, the boys' version of that district, also at MLA City. So uh, you're going to have Almont, Croslex, MLA City, North Branch, Otisville, Lakeville, and Yale. So add North Branch into that mix. And, again, just another BWAC Redux plus Otisville-Lakeville. Well, again, uh, on the boys' side there, uh, obviously your, your eyes focus on Croslex. But, again, uh, uh, the, the top five teams in the BWAC for boys are off to a 20-4 and four start this year. Interested to see what Emily City's bringing to to this. Interested to see what Elmont is bringing to this, and interested to see what Yale is bringing to this. Again, you're we're, we're kind of like in this Croslex fever for the last year and a half. But two like and a half. this isn't 
This isn't a cakewalk. No, no, not at all. And like, yeah, it's at MLA City, so it's going to be the second time Croslex plays MLA City at MLA City. And uh, the worst kept secret is they don't like each other. So it's going to oh, be really? the, thir- <laughs> the third time. I thought, I thought they were all buddies. The third time those two schools meet. Yeah, that's going to be uh, a battle. And again, those two districts, the St. Clair and the MLA City District, don't meet up. Uh, the St. Clair District would probably have to play like a Warren Michigan Collegiate, which apparently just has all the athletes now. And I don't know who would come out of the other district. Um, maybe Goodrich again. Well, uh, what we need is we just need uh, the area teams to win those semifinals so that we're guaranteed somebody getting to the quarterfinal. That sounds fun. Because <laughs> that would give us an all-area, couple of all-area regional finals. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. I could live with that. Uh, do you want to talk about, I think we have like one D3 district, Memphis, Clintondale, Landmark, Mount Clemens, and New Haven. So New Haven back down in Division Three after being in Division Two for a long time. Yeah, and I don't know about Mount Clemens, but I would have to say that New Haven is got to be the favorite going into that. Yeah. That one is at uh, Memphis. They're hosting that district. The other ones in Division Three, bad hosted by Bad Axe, who apparently is really good. Bad Axe, Caro, Cass City, Laker, Harbor Beach, and USA. So Harbor Beach has to go basically to the west side of the thumb. Uh, the other boys' district uh, is at Kingston. Kingston is tough place to play. Yeah, Brown City, KPAC, Kingston, Marlette, Millington, and Sandusky. Um, for the girls in that same district, you're, uh, it's held at Sandusky, and it's Brown City, KPAC, Kingston, Marlette, Millington, Sandusky. Same group uh, as the boys, but that for the girls is at Caro. And, and again, the, the Caro girls have been surprisingly waxing people <laughs> this year. So, Yeah. Um, do you want the – we'll give you the D8 or the D8, the D4 – um, Mooney is in boys is going south, so they're not going to be up with the thumb teams. They have Austin Catholic, New Haven Merritt, Parkway Christian, and Warren Michigan Math and Science. Uh, the other boys district that have teams that we care about. Here's one that's weird. Peck gets drawn away from their thumb counterparts. They go to Dryden, where they are in a district with Burton Centerpoint Christian, Dryden, Flint School for the Deaf, Genesee Christian, Mayville, and Peck. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other district, CPS, Caseville, Deckerville, Kindy, North Huron, Ubley. Yeah, that's where Peck belongs. How is switch them in Caseville? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how they how they figured all all that out. But how like, did Peck end up Peck, there? Peck belongs in there, and yeah, I I don't know what you do with with Caseville because they're kind of tucked up there in a right. kind of out of the way spot in the corner there. That there's probably no Bay City school small enough for them to play against, except All Saints. Yeah. Uh, the girls' version of those districts at Parkway Christian, Kimball New Life, Marine City Cardinal Mooney, New Haven Merritt, and Parkway Christian. The girls' district in Mayville. This one makes more sense. Dryden, Genesee Christian, Mayville, and Peck. Yeah, that makes like that, sense. That kind of fits Peck more. And then at CPS, CPS, Caseville, Deckerville, North Huron, Owendale, Gagetown, Shows up whether they have a team or not by that point, I don't know. But and Ubley, all right. So, I mean, again, a little ways away, but just those are what you're looking at. As just keep that in the back of your mind as you're watching conference play because you're gonna see a lot of uh rematches come district time. So, just know certain times like Croslex, MLA City, uh, the, the top of the mat gold. That you might, if, even if you beat them twice, you might have to beat them a third time. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing. Keep an eye on how these games go. Are, are they close games? Are they competitive games? Like, uh, I'll give you the perfect example is Crosslex Armada. Mm-hmm. Crosslex killed them the first time. Yeah, and that was like the second game of the year, too. And, and that was at Armada. Then they played at Crosslex, 
and Armada almost pulled off the upset. So you're thinking now, okay, they're going to play on the neutral site at Yale. This is going to be the game of the century. And Crosslicks handled them. Yeah, and then some. But also, Armada didn't have Connor McKenzie in that game too. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's just the, that's all part of of what plays into it. But it, it it it's really interesting, and it's all we really have to go on is like, how did they do against each other? How did they match up? And it was kind of leaning towards we're going to have a really good game here. And Crosslex is like, we're not going to have a really good game here. <laughs> no. We're winning this district. You people just leave us alone, basically. All right, we'll take a uh, break, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit, you know, because Brady gets these weird ideas. These and, aren't and weird ideas. There's actual momentum behind this. This is something you can see happen in the next few years. Brady gets these weird ideas, so we'll, we'll discuss one of them. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, final segment of uh, today's uh, show, the first show of uh, 2022. Did I do that right? I think you did. Okay. So I haven't had to sign anything or write a date yet, so I, the first time I will, I'll put 21 down. Of course. <laughs> um, so the question I wanted to bring up, and there's been a push for this, and I agree with it. I just, to what extent, I'm not sure, is to expand the regular season of basketball in, in Michigan. In other states, you can play up to 22. I think in Illinois, you can get up to like 25, I believe. But there are a lot of states that you can get more than 20. Now, I wanted to bring it up to you and see what you thought because I think what last year proved is you can play a lot of basketball in a short amount of time. Obviously, you don't want to do that over a three-month period. But adding two to five games to the regular season, I don't think it hurts hurts you that much. No, I, I wouldn't be opposed to um, expanding the uh, the schedule to, say, between 22 to 24 games. I don't know that I'd go much beyond that. Uh, I think, though, adding a couple of games would be nice because there are stretches during the year where you say, and maybe it's by design. Maybe coaches want that break for their kids or whatever. But it just, doesn't. But the it break seem like every, comes every after once, you played like three games. It, it always seems though that there's always that that week to ten day stretch where somebody only plays once. Right. And you're like, what the heck is going on? Or like you look at the schedules right now, where we have some teams in the area have played up to eight games already. And some teams have only played one or two. Yeah, just like, pick, that doesn't make sense. Just pick a random team from the area. Just just blurt out a school. Um, Northern. All right, so Port here on Northern. Let's look at their schedule, use them as an example. So, you talk about having a break. They actually played a fairly busy start of the season. They played on the 7th, the 12th, the 16th, the 27th, and the 30th. So they had a stretch in there where they played a lot, but then you get like six days off between games in the middle of, uh, of February, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're getting in the groove of the season, having almost a week off is a lot of time. You could fit a game in there. You have six days off between two games at the end of January. Like, I don't think it kills the kids to put one more game in there and actually – between the end of the MAC tournament and the last game of their season, they have a, it's the 25th of February to the 3rd of March. So whatever that math comes out to, uh, about not as much six as seven. <laughs> yeah, because February is short. short. Yeah, but about like six or seven days there. Like, and Northern has a pretty balanced schedule. Like they don't have an egregious point of more than eight days without a game. But you could add two games in there, and you'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, and I'm not saying they got to play three games a week every week. Like, I get it. But, I mean, uh, again, like, coaches probably want more practice. Kids want more games. They yeah. want to play. And the other thing that you can do, you can move the start date back a week. Give them an extra week if you want to add up to four or five more games. Because I'll tell you, that – Preseason is long. Like, if unless you're Marine City and go to a football championship, like you start basketball practice like the start of November, and you don't play someone else until the second week of December most years. Five weeks of a preseason 
is a very long time. Like, you don't get that in football. Football, you have your first week, then your team scrimmage. Then you have your second week, four away, third week's your game. Baseball, some, some coaches are crazy enough that they'll play, like, late March games, which don't do that. But, <laughs> but you, like, you, don't, you have, like, a week of tryouts and then maybe a week of practice, and then you're playing games potentially. Basketball, you have a very long preseason, and other states have done it, and it's not like there have been negative effects. In fact, you see some of the top, top kids leaving to go to, like, Illinois because over a four-year span, if you're playing 25 games, you're getting a whole extra season of basketball in by the end of your career. The, uh, the other reason why I'm not opposed to, like, scheduling 22 to 24 games is, of course, now – with COVID and things like that, you, you don't know. But also, in, in just a normal, if we ever get back to some normalcy, here in Michigan, games are going to get canceled because of snow. Yeah, They don't always get rescheduled. But now you're still guaranteed that you're probably going to land somewhere in the 20 to 21 game range. And, and like, I'm not saying you need to put a minimum on it, but I, but I think – you should at least play 20 games. Yeah. Because not everybody does that. Some some teams only play 17, 18, 19 games, including their district game. Um, and, and I just – I'd like to see everybody get at least 20 games. And, again, we're not asking to expand to 30 games or something. Even if you – No, get, and I don't expect, uh, like, kids to be going to school and doing all that right. and playing four nights a week. Right. But – Add two basketball games here. Dennis, just pick another team, and we'll look at their schedules and just throw out another name. Um, let's look. Well, let's look at Mooney. All right, so Cardinal Mooney. So we did one big school, now one small school. So the Mooney boys, they also had five games before the break. They played the 9th, the 11th, the 14th. Didn't play again for two weeks until the 28th, and they played the 28th and 29th in a holiday tournament. And then you get into into January, and they're actually fairly decently spaced out. They play the fifth, and they don't play again until the eleventh. So there's a about a six day day break. Uh, they actually do a good job, but between the end of their regular season, they have an eight day break between that and the Catholic League playoffs. So yeah, that just seems like a long time, especially to go when, without. like I said, you've been getting used to going. Yeah. You've been going, going, going. And it's like, all right, don't do anything for eight days, and then, boom, you have, like, three games in a few. Even the Catholic League playoffs are the 19th, 22nd, and 26th. It takes them a whole week to get that in, where you think usually you can do it in, like, four or five days. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, again, and I don't know, and every coach probably has their own – like, some coaches might be, well, I want that break, you know, to – to get everybody healthy and we can practice and work on our stuff going in. Uh, and, and some might use it even, you know, they know their draw and we're going to prepare for this in our district. But I don't know. I'm just, I, as, as a kid, I wanted to play games. So I wasn't on the team so that I could go to practice. I was on the team so we could play games. So real quick, <laughs> the BCAM, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, did a, a survey, and 2,000 members responded to this. So that's not a small sample. That is a majority, I would say, of coaches in the state of Michigan. There were three proposals that they just asked. To add two more games, 82% of head coaches approved of it. To seed the entire district instead of just the top two, 76 approved, and to add a 35-second shot clock, 71 coaches approved. So 82 said yes, add a couple of games. Yeah. Shot clock is another one for another day. Well, we I think we did that show back in. Yeah, well, obviously back. But back you know who else was trying to, the, when I brought it up in a broadcast, was Troy Athens. They were running the four corners offense, basically, and saying, we're going to, and I think in one possession, they killed 90 seconds. Well, and the other place where it, it comes up is, okay, at the end of the Lake Fenton game, they basically ran out the last three minutes of that game. 
Right. Which and, and if there's a shot clock, they've got to keep going, and they might get to 90 points, and people would be like, well, unless, I unless you're just going to stand there and let the shot clock run out and take the shot clock violation. I think people can realize when they have to shoot because of a shot clock. I don't think people are going to be upset that they shot it at the shot clock buzzer. I don't think that's something you'd have to worry about. But when when 72% of coaches agree that you can add two more games, or 82, sorry, I think you have a pretty decent uh, pretty decent base to work off of. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, yeah, I, I personally would not have – any problem with them adding games to the schedule? By the way, that survey was from September twenty first, September first of twenty twenty one, so pretty recent. Yeah, within the last cycle of basketball things going on. You got anything else? I do not. You want to remind everyone where we are uh, tonight? I'm at Marine City. All right, and I <laughs> am nowhere. Uh, Elginac and Marine City tonight uh, in uh, boys basketball. And that kicks off another busy week. And then tomorrow, you are? Uh, where am I tomorrow? I'm at the St. Clair Yale game. And I am at the Marine City. Who they, well, crap, who do they play? Frazier? No, that's uh, my Friday game. Tomorrow, I. Oh, they do play Frazier. I see Frazier yeah. twice this week. Yeah. Yeah, so I was right. But you see the girls. Yes, the and girls. And then you see the boys. So, yep. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.